Welcome back, everybody. Chop and screw. You already know this. This is Chop. You know, this is always powered by Cash Place with the inverted A. Hit it straight. It's not averted, inverted. Catch the drift. So we got a big guest here today. Let's give it up here for JKF, everybody. <clears throat> yeah, what's good? So I just want to give a quick shout out to the team behind the camera, man. Uh, it's probably like, what, the 17th, almost 20th episode. And uh, we're going strong, man. Uh, so I appreciate JKF. I'm just going to go give it to you real quick. Just give yourself a little introduction. Tell the people who you are, man, what you do, what you dedicated to, all that jazz. Let's go. For sure, yeah. JKF, like he said, man, uh, born and raised South Tucson, Arizona, South Phoenix now, shit, for the last half of my life. So just out here, you know, young spitter, bro. That's all I try to do. Make good music, real music. That's what it's always been, you know, so just on this journey like a lot of other people but trying to elevate every day man for sure okay and then you're actually the first person on the episode that's probably not from well from here but not not from tucson though so what brings you from south tucson uh well i mean i moved out here when like during high school type shit my mom and them you know i ain't really have a choice so uh i, I didn't want to move out here when i first did i was super against it but that's just because all i knew was tucson you know what i mean yeah. Um, but I mean, it's literally an hour up the street, bro. Uh, moved out here, did high school, shit like that. Moved out, moved to the south side out there and shit. That was another home to me. So uh, that's what brought me out here. But shit, once I, you know, really got into the groove of the city and really tapped in, I'm like, for sure, I ain't never going back. Like, this is really worse. Gotcha. It's that, you know, Arizona to the death, though, for sure. Regardless, yeah. Phoenix, Tucson, it's all same I shit. I feel that, man. The the love for AZ music I hear is heavy, man. Yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'm going to tap in a little bit, a little bit after that, but just real quick. Uh, so from South Tucson, moved out here. and But during that time, you, we, we talked a little bit that you were doing music beforehand, right? Yeah, yeah, so for doing sure. music, she said, from you were eight years old? Yeah, that's probably when I like really started. That's when we started like recording, you know? I mean, it wasn't nothing official, but we had a little tape recorder. We would have a, uh, the first little demo tape we had, it was a Mace demo tape. And it had like, a single back then demos came with the single uh the radio edit and the instrumental like on a cd and that's we we had a maze demo tape with an instrumental me and my brothers we just we had a tape recorder played that beat and we made like five different songs on the same beat all right so real quick so you said you were making music off of maze yeah, yeah so sure. so so let's go back a little bit let, let, let's let's explain and this has never been explained like what was the the hardship of uh music back then right yeah yeah so exactly like i was eight nine years old back then we didn't have the internet like that like we was talking about we didn't have lime wire nothing sound no click none of that yeah especially now youtube none of that existed at that point so the only way that we could get beats was certain artists would put out a demo tape which was like three tracks and it would be their it would be the dirty version the radio edit and then the instrumental so that's what we we only had the mace demo at the time that we wanted to start rapping you know making music and uh the demo had the instrumental so we took that one instrumental we would put it into the radio tv whatever you know uh 
so yeah that's what it was we had the demo tape took that instrumental off of that and then we would just set a tape recorder up next to the tv or whatever speaker it was playing off of and or we would write songs to that instrumental you know but at, at a certain time that was the only demo we had so we would make like five six songs to that one beat just different songs you know but then we started figuring out like multiple artists would do that you could go to best buy or all that you know all them store even target walmart all that shit and you could buy their albums or certain people would put out their demo tapes or their demos in stores and shit. And so we started buying shit that way. And that's how we first started getting instrumentals or beats to rap on. So crazy yeah. shit for so, sure. So y'all heard all that. <laughs> that that was a long process. So compared to now where, you know, you go to like, you know, you can go to YouTube, Stars, really Facts. wherever, Facts. get the beat hit the studio and literally just play like that. Yeah. So it wasn't that easy back then. So Right, for sure. So for it's sure. crazy how like not even technology has, you know, improved, but shit, sound uh, freaking yeah. music making. Exactly so, too, yeah, because yeah. then it went to like sound click. That used to be the spot for beats, like when MySpace and shit like that was around, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like sound yeah. click was just like a YouTube for beats, you know? Yeah. And, and then and in MySpace you always had like a profile of like a Exactly. Like a, you had a profile, you put your music on. Yeah. Um, I never had a MySpace, as a matter of fact, but I from what I've heard is, you know, you yeah. you had a song and stuff in your profile. Yeah. Um And that's what's dope too, is just like the evolution of music. You know what I mean? Cause I mean, ever since we were doing that shit, I was always trying to be like as professional as I could be. I always wanted to look like a rapper, you know what I mean? To all my homies and shit. So like even during the MySpace days, like I had a MySpace artist music profile and shit. Like yeah. with my we found out how to upload our own shit. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was yeah. I was just always trying to do shit like at the fucking most professional level, I always wanted people to be like, oh shit, like he's really a rapper. You know what I mean? Like yeah. homies at school and shit. Like I was the only fucking kid in elementary school with a fucking music MySpace page. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a regular profile, bro. It was like a how Damn. you could do like a business Instagram yeah. now. That's how it was back then. So it's just, it's crazy to see the whole evolution of the whole game, like social media, music, the whole thing. You know what I mean? It's just. Did, did you ever catch heat for that? Nah, not really. I mean, my parents, you know, my mom, uh, she used to, she always been supported, bro. My mom always, every, even since we were younger with the tape recorders and shit, like she was always supported, bro. I love her for that shit. But uh, it's just funny, like once they found what the music was really talking about, because when I was younger, bro, especially like we were in the hood, I was talking crazy shit, bro. Like fucking murder music, bro. But I was like fucking eight nine ten years old you know what i mean like so it was all fake Chill as fuck like, boy, what was, you know about murder yeah you know what yeah. i mean so it's like but it's just crazy as hell though to to just see like the whole evolution and just know like game keep changing bro you just got to keep adapting with it though in every every aspect of it yep and then we talked a little bit uh after that so then came the evolution of like how music was downloaded into computers so now this is all computers so right so this is where like the epitome of getting a virus was you know you had all these platforms like BearShare, LimeWire yeah and for and, sure and at that point you know were, were you still making music was is that a, a way that you were downloading your music yeah yeah for sure that's a big part of I'm on everybody's life you know but for sure especially me like whether it was new music or whatever or even same way you do now on YouTube, like we heard a new song and we would like it, whatever. We would be looking in LimeWire for the instrumental, you know, and a lot of them would have it. And that's how you could get them. That's how we first started doing little remixes and shit. But 
that that type of shit played a huge role in you know all all them shits even like i said sound click but shit limewire i went a couple years ruining a couple people's computers with that shit for sure <laughs> sorry cuzzo yeah I had to do it. so My, so what were yeah. some of like your influences though so I want to take it back then. So, what, you know, eight years old, what were you listening to? And then like in, in that progression and yeah. what would you really take from those artists that you, you know, use now? Definitely like shit growing up, bro. Uh, I had young parents, bro. I had young uh, uncles and shit like that, you know? So, and I mean, we we're, we we're pretty ghetto, you know what I mean? So it's like, I was always, I, I was listening to like 50, I mean, f- to when I could start remembering, you know? Like my mom and shit, she was bumping Pac and all that type of shit, all the, you know, all the 90s shit. But when I really started like getting into listening to music, yeah, like Get Rich or Die trying that fucking Yo, album, you know I what I mean? A, I have, have a story sh- for that movie. That was so that was actually the first movie I went to go see in the theaters. Uh-huh. Get Rich or Die trying. I was in the sixth grade. Yeah. I remember I almost didn't go because I actually got suspended from school that that same day. But I didn't tell nobody until the next day so I can go to the movie. <laughs> had to see it, bro. Yeah, I had to see nah, it. I remember, yeah. And it was rated R, so I was like, so my uncle had actually taken me. Yeah. So it so that movie forever like holds a holds a memory. Exactly. Yeah. Same with the album, you know what I mean? Like I could remember having a walkman and shit with that album, bro. And I mean, like, my parents ain't really care about like cuss words and shit like that so we had the explicit versions and shit you know what i mean so like uh, get rich or die trying the g unit album i even had like the lloyd banks hunger for more bro like shit like that and it was just making me you know what i mean i I mean i was already rapping at the time but just listening to shit like that of course and then i got you know gangster uncles and family members and shit so i was just trying to be on my own little thug shit too so it's just funny to look back on it you know what i mean that shit all had a, a huge influence on me but it's probably for the better when it come down to it because that shit taught me a whole lot you know what i mean even now like thinking back that album that movie even the 50 cent bulletproof video game bro Dude, I used to have that video. That, that, yeah, that video bro. game was actually tight. That shit was hard, bro. Yeah, you got to hard. play. That shit was tight. <clears throat> and even such a good game. Crazy thing about that shit too is like same with that game, bro. Like uh, on the Fifty Cent video game, as you go through the story mode and shit, you had a little cell phone that you could pull out and do different things. Oh and, yeah. And so you could unlock soundtracks for the game while you're playing, and you could unlock the song or you could unlock the instrumental. Yeah. And same shit, bro. We would unlock all the 50 cent instrumentals and shit and tape recorder, use them beats too. You know what I mean? Like we were finding any way to do it. So while we're playing the game, we unlock a new beat or some shit. You play that shit and we're not even playing the game, bro. Set up a tape recorder, write a song to that bitch and that's fire. Trying to find any way to get it, bro. So So that's that's a that's a different that's a really creative way of actually doing it. So yeah, and that's the thing. We you know we ain't even notice it back then either. And that's it's just dope talking on it now. Like when I look back, like damn, we were kids, bro. You know, elementary school, early middle school, but it's like something in our mind wanted to do it that bad, you know, to we're like, hey, we got we got new beats right here. Like we could rap on a 50 cent beat, you know. So it's just it's crazy, bro. But that shit, you know, shaped up a lot of this shit now for sure. So so a lot of fifty, so a lot of East Coast, any West Coast people? Uh yeah, I mean shit, game too. Like when game first came out, you know, I mean, my dad is a huge Ice Cube fan, huge, huge. So like he was always putting us on with Ice Cube, like any new album, whether it was Ice Cube himself or West Side Connection when they were doing that. Easy E, you know what I mean? Like, for sure. The West Coast, I mean, West Coast shit inspired me the most, most, for sure, bro. Like, 
even when game came out, like I was riding with when game and 50 started beefing mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, I'm black wall street. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like I always had a, a, a love for that West coast shit for sure, bro. Like, you know, even Pac, Snoop Dogg, shit like that as a kid, I used to love all that shit, bro. For sure. Man. So, so a little bit fast forward now. So you done. So we talked a little bit. So, so now, you know, you started your career. Um, mm-hmm. You've actually done, a couple openers, right? Yeah, 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 and, for sure. And you do have a little track list, like a, you do have a, a list of good, good people that, that uh, you know, you vote that you perform, right, you know, right, for. right. So I just want to give people like, I want, I want to let them know like the seriousness of like you taking it, like you already, like you, you can already see it because of how you know how serious you took music back then. So right. like, how music, how serious do you take music now? Shit, it's really everything to me, man. Like. I've always thought about it too, you know what I mean? Like even middle of high school is when I really was like, all right, I need to, I, I want to try to make this like a real thing, you know, career type shit. Like uh, I was never really thinking about college or nothing like that. And I mean, even too, like I, I never thought about like even trying to like do no trap shit or nothing like that. And I grew up around all that, you know, but I mean, I ended up getting in shit like that, but it was like, that was never the goal. You know, I always was rapping, bro, through school, through everything and so even now, like once I got out of high school or even in high school, I'm like, I got to take this as serious as I can, bro, and try to take it all the way, you know? So uh, just being able to do shit like that, though, you know, like fresh out of high school, bro, I opened for Mob Deep, bro. I did Casey Veggies. I've done a, a laundry list of shows, bro, like to the from the biggest ones, even down to the smallest shit, too, though, like years and years and years, even recent shit, too. Like there's times I do them little bar shows and showcases where there's 10 people in the crowd and you know what I mean like that shit don't feel good but I've, I've never tried to cheat the game or nothing like that bro like I do have a lot of big name artists that I've opened for and performed for I've done some festivals and shit but I've done hundreds probably of them little you know little bar restaurant shows yeah. that you know that shit probably hurt a lot of people people's confidence and shit but it's all part of the game bro you can't cheat that shit bro no then that's dope bro like that's like if people really knock off the the power of like the, the small ones sometimes because like it, it like everything comes with the experience right exactly so, so every show is a different experience different like uh, learning curve right so you know so so that's actually dope so tell me like what well, what does it look like for JKF nowadays like what what kind of music you doing like yeah. what is what is it like that you trying to do to inspire people yeah. you know it, it, even if that it, if that even is like your goal, you know what I'm saying? Like, so what is at the end of the day, JK, what is he trying to do? No, nah, definitely. That's what it is, bro. Like it's uh, especially like, I mean, over the last, you know, 10 years now that I like really feel like I found myself in my sound and shit. Um, it's just like lifestyle music, bro. Like I've always, I've always tried to talk about shit that I really do shit that, you know, never try to tell a lie in any of my raps ever, bro. And like, if it comes to inspiring other people and shit, it's just like, you could really do, you know what I mean? You could you could be your own artist without all the extras, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I have gone through some shit myself that might be cool to put in the music and shit, you know what I mean? But like, even people who don't get involved with any type of that street life or nothing like that, bro, like, this music shit is just music, bro, and that's really what it comes down to. So it's like, you could feel inspired from any type of genre of music, any type of, you know, anything. There's a song for any situation, any type of feeling that you're feeling, you know? So yeah. that's all it is now. Just trying to stay true, keep rapping about what I'm really living about and, you know, just keep trying to progress. And hopefully that could, you know, show other people too. Cause there's a lot of people too that like, 
might personally know me, but sometimes, you know, some people don't reach out to me or something because they feel like I'm a, I'm not, I think of myself in a different way or some shit. You know what yeah. I mean? But it's like, we're all people, bro. I'm the same ass person I've always been. You know, I keep in touch with people from my childhood, shit like that. So it's like, you just, you know, do what you want to do, yeah. bro. And you could really go get it by just yeah. being you. And, and, and I, and I want to tap in into that just in a little bit. I just want to, you know, let people know, like, you know, where you at in your career and, you know, music wise. Right. So, um, you talked about like, so you mentioned about, you know, your raps being true. So I, I actually just uh, saw your last video that you had was called, um, don't tell me it is called testify, testify. Yeah. The, one, the pink shirt. Yeah. You were yeah. at a park in or something. Park. Yeah. 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 So, and there was one bar <clears throat> specifically that you talk about, like you do something like you shop at foot city Right. So, so I want, I want you, I want you to give me a little bit of background on that, that bar. Yeah, it's, that's just exactly, you know, like what I've been saying. It's just like, uh, I never want to make myself feel like uh, better than anybody. For one, you know, like I do, I like to live a fly lifestyle. You know what I mean? I do like to do fly shit, fancy shit. I like to go eat at fancy restaurants and shit. For all them times that we couldn't do that, you know. But at the same time, like until music got me, like really out in the hills or some shit i'm never gonna sit here in front like i'm just this you know i go through it too you know what i mean i work a job too i get a paycheck you know like it's not always all you know up for me so it's like just saying like that bar you know like i'm still on the block bro i, I live on 32nd street in southern bro same place i've been living for almost 10 years now i still shop at that food city i go to the liquor store right on the street you know i hit the jack in the box late at night sometimes you know like, you know, I, I just never wanted to seem like, you know, like I do like to have a certain lifestyle, you know, and I, I you know, but I don't ever wanted to make it seem like that's for a reason of me trying to like put out an image or me trying to yeah. feel, you know, glorified or nothing. It's just like, yeah, I do want to do certain things to make up for the times that I couldn't, but that's all it is. You know, it's not nothing more than that. And, you know, until we really, really make it, you know, these little bags ain't nothing until we really out of here, out of here. So it's like, yep. ain't no reason to flex all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you talk about like having a job. So, you you know, you, you don't just have a job out here in in, in uh, Arizona. You work you work with Guest List. Yeah. Who, you know, really, they, they make a lot of noise out here in the city. So, I right. Mean, I mean, that's just not that. Do you think that that helps you out in a little bit, like in a certain way in, in terms of like your career? Yeah, no, for sure, bro. And uh Shout out to them too, you know what I mean? Shout out to homie Ryan, the owner. That's my dog, you know, always throwing game, giving inspiration, shit like that. Uh, the homie Chris, he the one who put me on over there. Oh, the whole squad over there, that's the homies, bro. They all get behind me. They support everything I do. And then uh, just being in those positions, you know, like being over there, I never know who might walk through that bitch any day, you know what I mean? Like they done have some big, big people come in there on a regular day. You know, they they work with the Phoenix Suns, the Cardinals, all this shit. You know what I mean? So it's just like a it's a good environment. Never know like what opportunity. I'm not over there just to, you know, try and see what I can get out of it. But it's yeah, just yeah. dope to be surrounded by people that, you know, uh, people that got bread, you know, people who got multiple businesses, yep. shit like that. You know, like. Yeah, because at the end of the day, that's all inspiration, really. You know, exactly. It, you know how they say yeah. you, you surround yourself with who you trying to be like yep. or, you know, what you trying to do. So yep. definitely, bro. Shout out them every time for sure. So uh, do, do you like working with a lot of people, like like in terms of collaborations with other artists out here? Yeah, bro, I do. And you know what? It, it's crazy because, like, when I think about it, bro, like, 
when you go look back, I, got, I do got quite a few features, honestly, but not as much as I would like to have. And I have this crazy thing of like when I'm in the studio, bro, I get so, so locked in, bro. Like I, I just be thinking about my next song or my next, you know what I mean? So I do like when I'm in my own sessions, I start you know, just working, 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 working. And like that might take away from me working with as many people as I want to. Uh, but I mean, I have plenty of features out with a lot of people, bro. And definitely, I mean, trying to do more for sure, bro. Like, yeah. And how's that process? Like, because you already seem like a pretty energetic person. So like, uh, how is it for you working in the studio? Like, what is your process? Like, it just depends, man. So, I mean, for one, like I don't write anything, bro, at all, at all, at all. I, but I mean, it's hard to explain like i don't write but it's not like i'm freestyling my shit you know what i mean yeah like i'll find a beat i'll play the beat over and over and over and i'll kind of just write in my head until i memorize a verse or whatever so it's yeah. like uh but i mean when we're in the studio it's just every night is different bro some nights i'm in there smoked out the whole night and that's it some nights i'm out there off the shits you know what i mean faded doing all kinds of extras so it's like it just depends on the night and the environment sometimes we like to throw big ass functions in there or sometimes it's just me and my engineer the homie des and you know maybe one two other people just chilling so it's like yeah. it does vary you know but the process is always the same you know as long as i got the beat it's just i play the beat over and over and over for a good like 30 minutes to an hour and then i'm like memorize the verse i'm ready to go type shit damn that's dope bro like yeah yeah <clears throat> excuse me then that's actually very different from you know i normally hear you know everybody always has a beat song you know ready to go right but i mean that that's a different way of doing it um is that how you did your latest album so your latest album was called f the world right yes sir yeah so 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 talk to me a little bit of that like a little bit of inspiration you, you had for that and and how that came about yeah so really what it was is like before this my last album it was called burgess bro and that was 2016. so that's a long time since i had dropped i had dropped like a little ep mixtape in between a few singles you know through the years and shit but like i hadn't dropped a full album since 2016 which was burgess and like when i dropped burgess bro 2016 i had me a little run like that's what i was talking to you before like i did the pot of gold festival that's where it was like future big sean and all them like it was up up at those times bro and uh, so like having that success that I had at that time almost like kind of put me in a worse position because then like subconsciously I was just always worried about like topping that or matching that. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking about like dropped the album. She had like 100K streams, all organic, bro. I never done no playlisting, nothing. 100K streams within like two, three days, bro. I was like national blogs, this, that. I was having label meetings, bro. Like it was just crazy, but like, I thought it was up, you know? And so, uh, all of that shit, like, and it didn't end up working out the way I wanted it to, but then it kind of just hindered the way I was dropping shit over the next few years. Like I would come out with a single and a music video and then like kind of go ghost for a few months or some shit. Like I was just always trying to plot on the perfect way to get it out. You know what I mean? And then, uh, maybe like 2019 late Wait, 20 uh, real quick yeah, I'm, yeah, gonna, I'm, gonna I'm, gonna cut, I'm gonna cut you off right there yeah yeah and that's it for so <clears throat> you were saying that you like to plot certain things did you ever think about just doing it just because you want to do it instead of just thinking about like worrying what what is it gonna do or, exactly. or how is it gonna go do you ever just think that okay i'm just gonna be i'm, I'm just gonna throw it out there yeah i'm just gonna sure. throw it out there and, and, and instead of worrying like plotting scheming how it's gonna get received so yeah like before I, and that's what I was getting at is like, 
before I had that 2016 album Burgess, which is all this crazy success that I had never had before, that's all I was ever doing before was drop, drop, drop. I never cared about nothing, bro. I used to get 50 plays on a song, you know what I mean? And I would, I would never even go look at the numbers like that. Like, yeah, I know, but I would never be sitting there like, how many, how many play? Like in high school, my senior year of high school, bro, I wouldn't even tell him people I was rapping because I was fresh from Tucson and I was kind of shy, shit like that, you know, like. So it's like I was dropping shit, get 30, 50 plays on a full mixtape that I put out. You know what I mean? And so that's all I was ever doing. Drop, 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 drop. Right. I never cared about no numbers, never cared about nothing. So fresh out of high school, I drop a mixtape. It was called Until Then, bro. This was right before that album Burgess. Don't know what happened, but shit just kind of like went crazy on Twitter got went got all kinds of like these retweets likes this and that and like i it did pretty good you know what i mean i was getting thousands of streams and shit on each song you know and i had never had something like that before so i was just like okay this is crazy i gotta follow it up you know so right after that that's when i move out i'm on the block now now we're trapping heavy bro like i'm really living crazy ass life bro and that's when i made burgess the album 2016 you know i graduated high school 2013 Moved right out the crib, went straight to the hood again, started doing, boom, 2016, I dropped Burgess. And like I said, the the success that it got, I had never seen before, bro. And like, again, I had I labels hitting me up, you know, labels calling me, trying to, le- I, you know, I had label meetings at Lolo's Chicken and Waffles, bro. They asked me where I want to meet up at. I told them Lolo's Chicken and Waffles because I ain't. I never done some shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just wanted me some good fucking food and <laughs> I, I didn't know, you know what I mean? So couple different label meetings though, you know, and like that's, I, they first booked me on the Arizona Hip Hop Festival back then. This is all 2016, bro. Like shit is going crazy for me. And so after I get all that success in a sense, you know, success to me, it's not like I was out here big or nothing, but like I was, you know, I'm getting listed on blogs and shit. This is 2015, 16 when blogs are a huge thing. You know, like shit like that is just crazy. So it's all going up, going up, going up. So then now after that shit, you know, like I got to think of my next move. Now I'm in a whole different mindset of like, okay, how am I going to now? How am I going to match that top that when before I never cared about no numbers? I never cared about nothing, bro. I would just record some shit, make a cover art myself put it out and I don't care if that shit got 20 plays, 100 plays, whatever. I'll drop another one next week, you know? But now after seeing all this label shit and all that, you know, like I'm I'm at a higher level now. Now my mindset has shifted to like, okay, shit, like I got some traction going. How am I going to match that or top that? Because now this is more real to me than it's ever been that I could really make it a career when I'm, you know, pot of gold shit, like, that's thousands and thousands of people, label meetings, shit like that. Like calling my mom, you know, I had labels calling my mom. I wasn't even 21 yet. They're calling my mom, trying to, you know, talk to my mom about me and shit, telling me I need lawyers, this, that, and the third, you know? So it's like, they put me in a new headspace of where it's like, this shit is real, bro. So now I gotta, I always took it real my whole life, but I gotta it's take a, it a, a different, different realization. Exactly, yeah. bro. So that's where, but again, that shit, might have came back to hurt me because for the longest time, that's all I'm overthinking now is like, damn, is this going to be one of them hits? Is this, you know, whereas to before it's just like, 
whichever one sticks is gonna stick if it don't it don't yeah. you know it, was that your mindset with this album though Ex yeah for sure and, and that's the thing too is like once i finally i started recording a couple songs and i mean even this album was a good like year and a half in the making i recorded a couple songs dropped one as a single did a little music video but then i was like all right bro you know what like it's that time again it's been years since i've had a full album like that the last one did that and like Instead of running with it, I low key, like I said, I low key let it hold me back a little bit. So I was like, let's, you know, really lock in, get a concept for an album and lock in that way instead of just keep recording songs. And, and, and what was that concept? To me, F, it was just F the world, like, and not even more so like fuck the world. It was like F the world, like Jake F the world. Like, let's, we need yeah. to bring Jake F to the world because I've been kind of fucking holding that shit to myself for the longest, you know? So it's like, it was like in a in a little sense, like to me, like my fuck the world, like I'm gonna do this no matter what. Yeah, because that's what the letters say. But if but you spell it EFF, so EFF, -F. exactly. So that's yeah. why I wanted to tie my name into it. So it's not more. It's not more so a jab, as in like nah, fuck everybody who ever doubted me. It's more just like I know what it is. So let's bring Jake F to the world now. Like, and, and not only did you follow that up with some, I think you followed it up with some merch. Yeah, exactly. Yup. Yeah. And we talked about a little bit of, right. about that earlier. So yeah, yeah. Shout how, out how to that? Heavy Steppers, bro. My dog Mav. He came to me with the idea, like, yo, you gotta do some merch, bro. Like, it's a must. You know, you got this album. It got you. Know, everybody's going crazy, but you about to drop this album. Like, you gotta come with some merch. So uh, he got his own brand or whatever. He does some designing and shit himself. So I'm, I'm like, I'm with it, of course. You know, like that's part of the game. You know, part of the campaign merch. You know, visuals, whatever the case. So. He came to me, he's like, oh, well, what do you think of as an idea? And I mean, uh, the track list of my album, I mean, the cover was like the Scarface cover, you know? And then the track list was, it was the uh, the world is yours trophy. So we wanted to incorporate it, still make it something to do with the album, but then still make it something like fashionable that people could still wear without it just saying like Jake F or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to be like on no fanboy, like, you got my name on you, you know? I wanted it to be like a real little fashion piece that you could wear no matter what, you know, without feeling like, yeah, oh no, that's my homie. So I kind of gave him a little bit of an idea, but he he went and executed the whole design himself. And uh, shit, we did a little photo shoot, campaigned that, sold out of them shits, bro, and kept it moving, man. Got another Sweet. one on the way too, but shout out my dog, bro. He really got me in motion on that. I wasn't even thinking about it till he brought it to me for sure. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. That's dope, bro. That, you know, it's like you said, it's part of the, it's part of the process in the business. Exactly. So, so moving on, so moving yeah. forward, like, so what, what's next for you? Shit, bro, honestly, uh, for sure, like for the rest of the year, we trying to book some shows. I got one show coming in uh, August. Uh, but that's mainly the thing, bro. Visuals, trying to get these videos out, you know. My goal has been to do at least one video every month or every other month at least, you know. So we're trying to ramp that up. Uh, but just a whole lot more music, bro. Ever since the album, I've still been recording, you know. I record every other or every single week, man. I'm recording something new. So right now, I mean, I already got a project worth of music ready, you know. I haven't really gathered it all together to think of an idea but for sure at least one or two more projects coming this year a whole bunch more visuals probably some more merch and then just trying to get them shows man i know covid has shows weird for the last you know couple of years but we trying to definitely get back onto that no doubt oh yeah man and uh 
And I think I, at this point, I just want to, you know, I want to give you the floor a little bit. Um, you know, going back to what we said earlier, uh, you know, there's a certain message that you want to relate to to the people who watch you, who, yeah, who only, you know, may know you as maybe somebody who works at at a certain store, right? But at this point, like, I want you to tell the people, man, like, what is it, you know, tell t- t- them about you, man. Yeah. Like, like, talk your shit. Like, what, what, what is it that you want to convey to everybody who's going to watch it, is going to, you know, really listen. Right. And then tap in. Yeah, nah, man. It's just shit. We just want to win, bro, you know. Uh, I'm all about, like, positive lifestyle and shit and, you know, really just living what we're talking about, you know. I ain't never want to hate on the next man or nothing like that, so... It's really just trying to spread that positivity. That positive shit is really a lifestyle, you know? And uh, that's really what I've been on for the past few years, bro. Like, I'm I'm over like, the politicking. I'm over the worrying about the number or shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, I just believe if motherfuckers is working hard and you stay at it, good things going to come. So that's really what I'm on right now. Like, trying to tap in with as many people as I can, you know, branch out, shit like that, and just keep feeding this music, you know? And... To the people who support me like that, you know, people who've been supporting, some people been around for years of this journey, you know, and that's love to me. And, you know, people who have just came on to this shit is love too, you know, but it's just, like I said, you know, we we don't ever want to tell no lies. We don't ever want to fucking glorify no weak shit, bro. It's just, you know, trying to stay cool, stay on some fly shit and some real shit and keep it pushing, bro. Keep elevating in whatever anybody do, you know? Yep. And with that being said, man, y'all heard JKF. If the world's out right now on every platform, go make sure you go check them out. Yes, uh, sir. Go ahead and drop your links, man. Go ahead and yeah, no, Jake Stacks Cake on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Jake F A Z on TikTok, Jake F J A K E E F F. You could look that up on any streaming platform. All my shit, SoundCloud, whatever other platform you got, man. YouTube, all that. Uh, yeah, tap in, man. Shout out you for sure, you know, for having me. I really wanted to come do this cash play. Shout out y'all, you know. it's It's been great hospitality, man. And I'm just glad I got to come up here and chop it up with y'all for real. Oh, yeah, man. I appreciate you. And then I look forward, you know, working with you, you know, yeah. in the future as well. And then I appreciate everybody who's been watching, man. Yeah. Thank you. Y'all already know. I'm going to give you guys the best. JKF, right. y'all already here, man. And, and this ain't, this, actually, this ain't it. Nah, it's we, not. we got something else for him, right? Yeah, we got one more so thing got? for him. A little song. I'm about to do a little cut off the album, bro. It's called 110 Times. Y'all might know it. If not, shit, vibe out with me. I'm about to find with out. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's go. Hell yeah. Hey. Right. Mars Production. Us after world till we after world, right? Chop it with screw, shout out cash plays, you know what it is. Jake Love, you hating on me, what you really gon' say? Really in the field and I'm tryna get paid. Rolling up a wheel, yeah, I do it every day. Yeah, my name Jake, I don't fuck with the Jakes. Wake up in the morning like the motherfucking man. No more time coming, gotta stick to the plan. Make a hundred ten times and you got a band. Make a hundred ten times and you got a band. Hating on me, what you really gon' say? Really in the field and I'm tryna get paid. Rolling up a wheel, yeah, I do it every day. Yeah, my name Jake, I don't fuck with the Jakes. Wake up in the morning like the motherfucking man. No more time coming, gotta stick to the plan. Make a hundred ten times and you got a band. Make a hundred ten times and you got a band. Band, band.
man, been like damn. Look, I ain't so caught in a minute. Thought I was finished. Who am I kidding? You know I could still go and run up them digits. I run up them digits. I heard them rappers be talking about it, but baby, I live it. I never thought I would have to go cut them all off, but you know that the business is business. I'm a real one, you see that in my face. Got me some woods, I'ma rob me an A. He got a gun, but he still run away. These bitches love me like I'm Flavor Flay. I'm coming back for the thorn, I've been gone for too long, and I promise that nobody's safe. I'm never tripping, you know what they say. This shit a marathon, this not a race, so fuck what they saying. I'm doing numbers again. Oh shit, I'll run it again. I guess I'm turning back into the plug, dog, and you get in front of it again. You cannot see me when I hit the road. East Saint Laurent when I spray the cologne. Locking it down like my name, Pat Man Jones. Fuck what they talking, I'm back in my zone. I'm back in my zone. Look, remember days I was down and out all along. Look, I ain't had nobody calling my phone. Ay, nowadays they wanna know what I'm on Blowing on strong, I'm a bad boy like my name Sean Combs Hating on me, what you really gon' say? Really in the field and I'm tryna get paid Rolling up a wood, yeah I do it every day Yeah my name Jake, I don't fuck with the Jakes Wake up in the morning like the motherfucking man No more time coming, gotta stick to the plan Make a hundred ten times and you gotta bend Make a hundred ten times and you gotta bend Hating on me, what you really gon' say? Really in the field and I'm tryna get paid Rolling up a wood, yeah I do it every day Yeah my name Jake, I don't fuck with the Jakes Wake up in the morning like the motherfucking man No more time I'm coming, gotta stick to the plan. Make a hundred ten times, and you gotta bend. Make a hundred ten times, and you gotta bend, bend, bend. Yeah, you know, it's JK, man. Shout out Cash Play, shout out Choppy with Screw. You know what it is. Let's get it.